This episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Grinding Coffee Co. They're a local black LGBTQ-owned company that specializes in coffee for gamers and streamers. Please show us some love by using code CHEESY at checkout to save 10% on your order. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 26.5 of the Exercise brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host. Anton LaPlatt. Joining me as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley, Chris Montalbano. What's up, everybody? And the Akoski Durag, Madrid Devon. Uh, I am... I have a new AKA. The Barista with the Lista. <laughs> I'll, I'll write that down somewhere, and I'll try and... It's fine. You, it, you, but... you never have to remember it. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Well, we got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about a lot of the not E3 digital live streams we've been getting because we've been getting actually a substantial amount of news. And on episode 26, we were going to talk about some of these things but didn't really get the chance to. Mm -hmm. And so we're giving them this episode to give them their own special little spotlight in the sun, you know. Showing some love. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know... To show some of these games and some of these publishers love or just giving them any attention because they need it. Dear God, help Stadia. Um, who? <laughs> exactly. The what? Um, so I think we'll start off with Devolver's live stream because I feel like... The oldest, but also the shortest? Oh, uh, <clears throat> is it the oldest? I know that game came out like at least... Last week. The Devolver Showcase was from Saturday, I think. Yeah, and I want to say it was after Ubisoft Forward? No, really? No, the Ubisoft event was on Sunday. Okay. Or maybe, actually, maybe the Devolver one was like right after, actually. I could have feel, I just feel like I had Devolver Land downloaded for so long that I Okay, neglected. so... July 11th, which was a Saturday, was Devolver. And then July 14th, which was Tuesday, had the Stadia Connect. And then, wait for it. i got to scroll a little bit more for this one. July 12th, which was that Sunday, was Yubi. And then July 17th, which was Friday. So yesterday, as of recording, was the PS5. Dual sense thing. So okay, yeah. It's so easy to get full timelines of shit when you have a bunch of tabs open in front of you. Well, exactly. the fact that we have to go through that whole convoluted mess to keep up with E three, like E three, feels more like a Kingdom Hearts plotline than it does uh, <laughs> a cohesive uh, thoughts in in showcase. And now it's just like, yo, we got some gaming news. We heard y'all were looking for that gaming news, and that's why I like the Devolver Showcase, because it, sh- it showed, it kind of pushed the meta, because first off, it was like, this is a Devolver Direct. They're like, all right, fuck it. We're just going <laughs> to rip on Nintendo like everybody else does and mm-hmm. kind of poke fun at it. Like, well, the thing about that, this isn't their first Devolver Direct. They ripped off Nintendo like with this two E3s ago. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that being the thing. It might have even been longer ago than that because I remember when the Switch came out, Jalen talking on the podcast about Devolver should just smash a Switch over a developer's head every single time that they announce that a game is coming to Switch. So 
<laughs> I just feel like this is just the devolved. I mean, direct this is what it devolved into uh, ultimately. And by devolved, I mean, uh, it's been <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's they always do some ridiculous ass shit. But this one's they took being having to do this at home or in like social distancing to another level. Like this well, was the funniest fucking direct I've ever seen. Yeah, that's the thing. Comedy has a really hard time of playing in this Zoom call, Discord call world. Like, Mm -hmm. the fact that they were actually able to produce something funny, and then they had the shots with multiple people in the shot, Mm -hmm. but just against a white background. So there were, like, it was weird seeing two people standing next to each other on a video that I know was recorded Mm -hmm. during COVID. Right. And, I mean, it was just, you know, movie magic. But for me, it was their comedy was spot on. The the games look, you know, there's one that I'm really excited for. But outside of that, you know, Devolver right. games. Yeah, you know, they are. The gaming culture commentary, you know, that <laughs> kind of comedy was just like, yo, fucking great. And then gore, you know, everybody loves gore, right? Because that's right. how King we're, all that's over how we're trained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I, as usual with these lists, I have no idea if these are the order they happened in in the showcase, or they're just in alphabetical order, or like what kind of order they're in. But the first game I have on my list, which might have actually been the first game, is Shadow Warrior 3. Developed by Flying Wild Hog, it's a first-person shooter filled with bloody combat and fast-paced gunplay. And if there were two things this trailer was, like, two words to describe this trailer, or three words, fast-paced and bloody. Bloody as fuck. Just, like, the amount of different ways you can kill somebody in this game is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and my I thought it, I'm like, yo, this kind of seems like a fucking martial arts doom. Like, like, it definitely seems super dope. Like, even when they um dropped the trailer and they were just like poking fun, it was like it just uh like cut mm-hmm. and shit talking about yeah, I have a fucking grappling hook. <laughs> yes, I'm showing off the grappling hook. I was like, okay, this game seems dope. And then they dropped the fucking footage. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. Show me what I think this combat looks like. Christmas. This this game actually is one of the games that they showed that I was like, alright, I get this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, Shadow Warrior, so like, looking at my Steam library now, apparently I have the first Shadow Warrior on Steam. So I may just dip into that, like, see if the gameplay is for me. Like, you know? Stream it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... The next game, and I've been hearing a lot of buzz about this, but what I saw, maybe I'm just missing out on something here, but it's uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout coming to PC and PS4 August 4th. It's just cute. It's a cute little uh, platform royale. party game. It's fucking charming. It's charming. It's like a little, it's not a party game. It's a 60 battle royale, battle royale, I would say platform royale. It's not really... I guess you're pushing people off, but I don't know. You could just create your little fluffy little dude and just try to win the platforming race. Well, yeah. So the description that I have here is uh, it's like a sumo wrestling race. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says this MMO party game allows up to 60 players online to compete in a free-for-all obstacle course. So, yeah, I just that elevator pitch is a really great elevator pitch for a game that, you know, if you guys are playing it and you're just like, you know, come on, let's play some Fall Guys, you could get me to play Fall Guys. Yeah, I feel like that is one of those games that is like, we, could we don't probably, know what to play, just eh, Fall Guys, why not? We could probably, it's probably set up to where you can get a mansion with like as many people as possible that you know. Yeah. Just like, go in there and just fuck off. Like, that could be really fun in the Discord, it's like, oh, let's pick something where we could at least get six people in. It's like, no, like, who wants to come play? Hop on. Yeah, play this shit anybody. You ain't gotta get. Yeah. It's not a toxic game. You're just having a good time talking shit. Oh, it's gonna be toxic. <laughs> God damn! I wish y'all could see my eyes right now. It's gonna be toxic. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, figure most... out the meta. Oh well, the cube shape fall guys. They have more surface space, and their rectangular angles are able to. <laughs> like, I don't know. Right, I you're gonna like start understanding so. the frame data. <laughs> Somehow, right. like you're sitting out here. Counting it needs a PS5 port ASAP. <laughs> I mean, it'll be backwards compatible. It's coming out after the cutoff for PS4 games. Drop the 4K texture pack. PS5. Nice. So, this is guaranteed, like, it'll work backwards compatible. Uh, Devolver didn't talk much about next-gen upgrades for a lot of these games. Which, you know, I'm never... Too, I'm never expecting that because a lot of times, especially with this upcoming generation, you'll still be able to play these games yeah. via backwards compatibility. So, but right, if anything, you know, they'll tell you about it later when something, yeah. And I mean, I don't know, it didn't say free to play anywhere in this, and I don't remember if they said anything about that in the showcase. But if it's free to play, then you know, all bets are off, right? Easy. So the next game is the game that I've been excited for since the last time Devolver showed it. I think it was maybe in a Nintendo Direct or maybe in a, I think it was, a previous was it the Devolver last Direct. E- E3? Yeah, it might have been last E3. Like, I, I just, this game is so burned into my brain. Like, the first second I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's go fuck up this space station or whatever we're fucking up. Subterranean, like... (laughs) (laughs) The tentacle animations, dog. (laughs) Right. When they called it It a reverse survival horror game, I was like, oh, yeah, we... Yeah. So, the game we're talking about is Carry On. It's coming to PC, Xbox One, and Switch July 23rd, so... So, literally... The week that we release this episode. Yeah. So the week you guys hear this, you'll be able to go out on Thursday. Go fuck with carry on. Or if you hear it after Thursday, you know, you can just go out and get carry on. Uh, I think this is a really great one for the Switch. A lot of Devolver games really, like, find their footing on the Switch. And, like, it's on my Steam wish list, but I really think this will be a Switch pickup. I may, depending on how much it is at launch, I may scoop that one up. For the next episode, or the episode after the next episode of the podcast, because it comes out the day after our next recording. Damn, it's almost like we're just dropping content. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. You know, <laughs> we're just in front of these screens and microphones all day, anyway. So, right. Might as well hit a record button here or there. Um, 
I don't even know how to pronounce this next one. Um, it is Olija. Ouija. Ouija. It's not. Pretty sure that's how you spell Ouija, right? Yeah, like a Ouija board with yeah. a, with the L. Doug, uh, it I know. O L I J A. I don't think that's how you spell Ouija board. It is. Well, while y'all look it up, O L I J A is like Ouija. It's a weird fucking word, dude. It is weird. I mean, if you're summoning spirits, then. Okay, but this I know, is I, like... I'm. You you might be right. I'm completely wrong. Because Ouija is O U I G A or J A. Okay. It's... Yeah. When you look up Olija, you just get this game. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, I always thought it was Ouija. Well, when I saw it, I thought it was Ouija. I didn't watch the direct. <laughs> You just kind of like watch the interstitials. You didn't watch the trailers. I, no, I watched the trailer. I watched the direct through the game. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean that's the last thing on the thing, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's like an eight bit. I don't know what this is. Like it looked like it had some cool like aerial combat kind of stuff going on, like two D yeah. platformer aerial combat. Which, is a you know, Prince of Prince of Persia inspired action adventure. Is what okay. I'm I'm reading of it. And I mean if, that sounds cool. Like the art style, like I did see like this dude like chain comboing people. Mm-hmm. Very like Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment, like the Spectre Knight stuff in that. This this reminded me of Spectre Knight without sh- the Shovel Knight aesthetic. But I mean it's still this is a lot more low poly or low detail than Shovel Knight because I feel yeah. like the pixel art in Shovel Knight was a lot more detailed than this. Mm-hmm. The best way I could describe the art style is if Nidhogg 1 gave people hair. Yeah, it does. It definitely just has that art aesthetic to it. Even when they were trying to do like uh, screenshots of their animations outside of like actual gameplay damn i forgot what that's called it, when you watch a a game goes from gameplay into this some cinematic thing what is that there's cinematics for this yeah there's like oh a, yeah i'm looking at like little snippets like even some of yeah like the cinematic cutscene so. jesus christ how did i forget that word cutscenes <laughs> Oh, that Yo, was go bad. Ahead and drop that link in chat. <laughs> yeah, Wait, but the cuts link? for the game. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna send you the Steam store link, and we'll call that a <laughs> computer. Actually, the way it's, I don't think it will. It doesn't require much to run yeah. this game. <laughs> it doesn't look like it I think it just like means it opening much. Steam might break his computer. But yeah, uh, the next game, which was kind of an interesting one, is Serious Fa- Serious Sam Four Planet Badass. This one also looked pretty dope. Yeah, I, I mean, mean this looked to- like a not going to hell Doom, this, like their Devolver's Doom almost. <laughs> which and I know we said that about Shadow game. Warrior Three, but this is like this is more hey, man, Doom than it, Shadow. If it ain't broke, I, they. Yeah. 
I mean, I these mean, frantic first-person shooters like this, like, looking at it, it looks like the one screenshot that's on this story that I'm looking at. It just looks like um, Borderlands mixed with, like, Rage or something. Which, those are two pretty, like, similar games, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I never, I never really get into those games like Doom and Rage and things like that where you just run and, like... I don't know. Pop off. Just pop off. See, I did, I did... Or, like, watching the trailer, some of the bosses actually did, had some really cool designs to them. Yeah, and I mean, it's Serious Sam 4. Serious Sam, I feel like, has been a series that I've seen throughout the years you never really got into but yeah it's like one of those things like i'm scrolling through xbox live and it's like near something that i actually am gonna play but (laughs) so i'm not trying to knock any of these games to be fair like i know every Mm. game has like the dude out there that lost their dude or chick or folk that lost their shit when they saw yeah, the I feel like Sam Four trailer. I think that is Devolver as a, a developer. They make those like cult classic games that there's just a, an extreme following. So once they show a new one, they're fucking losing their shit. I feel like Serious Sam is older than Devolver, but I'll look into that. Like I yeah, think this might have been a series they picked old. up. Think so? I mean. I think I do remember Serious Sam being something like the PlayStation One. There's just so much Serious Sam. Okay, so there was a collection that released back in 2013 on the 360. So I'm going to just say it's at least older than 2013. So we'll leave that there. Uh, The last thing they showed, I mean, they showed a bunch of weird fake real kind of things. Kind of had like a little reel of like, oh. Them talking to... um. <laughs> Phil like, Spencer, yes, Shuhei Yoshida, <laughs> like they, they had some like guests on all those, game. all those like gaming execs. <laughs> They're just like, yo, what the fuck? Got <laughs> <laughs> how weird these dudes were. Yeah, and she was you, like, you, oh, you, you, you know, Shuhei's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> His life. <laughs> the the fact that Shu rolled with like the segment they gave him, like it was kind of a cool thing overall. <laughs> because like the carry on thing with uh Phil Spencer was funny on its own and then Shuhei Yoshida talking about oh I did not know that if you left the fall guys together <laughs> that they would eat each other and just like <laughs> Right. So it's just like hilarious shit like that that just made this Probably one of my favorite not E3 things. Like it's probably this right after the PS5 reveal. Honestly, mm-hmm. like EA Play did have skate, but I mean overall this this was just a good thing to watch. I yeah. just shared this in the Discord of just like you gotta just watch this shit because it's funny. Yeah, even if you don't <laughs> care, just just go watch it. Just for it's the, a good time. Like, yeah, so, you don't have to want to ever play any of these games ever in your life. And you could still find value in watching this video. So you definitely should play some of these games. Yeah, you might be watching this thing, but like, I think I just met, found my next favorite game. Yeah, Carry On is gonna be a hit, bro. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Carry On has been one of those things. Every time I see it, I'm like, yes, 
it's like the next ape out or ollie ollie like the oh, next devolver yeah. like just like <laughs> you have something too good on your hands right now with this one mm-hmm. hotline miami we we could just keep going but yeah the last thing they talked Katana about was zero you know Katana. the vibes yeah, we could sit here and just bring up the Wikipedia page of Devolver games and just <laughs> list off like they're every single one. At least somebody on the podcast either likes it or doesn't know they like it yet. But the last thing they showed for the Devolver one before we move into our next press conference was the Devolverland Expo, which is a free marketing experience available now on Steam. Yeah, it was. It was pretty much this. Actually, they showed two more things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's (laughs) you do get a gun that shoots like rubber balls at security robots so you can sneak into the expo after hours. It looked it was looked good. It was actually a well fleshed out like mini game that turned into like you went into each little section of the game that had its own really well-made environment like you went into the carry-on section and you like saw also, a security robot go in and then like get sucked up and eaten by this like that alien and then you got to watch the trailer for carry-on it was one of the coolest experiences that i i personally experienced learning and watching through a developer's expo well or, so that was the building that you were in was the la convention center it was like cool all of those are like E3 booths. And so one of the interesting yeah. things is hearing from people who like have been to E3, they're like, oh, it is hilarious. Like some of the things in that game are just Easter eggs for people who've been to E3. Yeah, they had like a, a NVIDIA NVIDIA station, everything showing off their graphics cards. And they okay. had like different booths that had, or that had nothing to do with Devolver in itself. Just like it was well, yeah, judging by, like, my friends list on Steam, like, I have it installed, and just, it seems like it's about an hour to get through it, and it seems like something I'd, I'd want to check out just for, like, the knowledge that comes with it. You get to fight a little boss at the end, so you get a little gold that you get to walk from. I mean, it was, good, it was, it was a good time. Yeah, I, I mean, really and what they time. did uh, last time around, they did Devolver Bootleg, and if you want to look that up on Steam, it's like five bucks. But it's just like demade versions of all their games, so it's like an Enter the Gungeon like demake, and I just say go check it out. Uh, there's Hotline Milwaukee, and <laughs> so it's stuff like that. That I mean, for five bucks, I say. If you enjoyed Devolverland Expo, check out Devolver Bootleg from the last time they did this. I feel like Devolver is one of those developers that don't like require input crunch on all of their creators and software engineers that they can do fun stuff like this that reaches and gets other gamers involved into what they're like the special thing that they're trying to create. Well, like, that's the cool thing about Devolver in general. They're just such, like, rock star adult swim assholes. Like, to their core, like, (laughs) that they do shit, like, I'm surprised they haven't partnered with with Adult Swim Games, which, as soon as I say that, that sounds like something that might have happened already. But, (laughs) 
yeah, like they have that energy about them that makes them like it's like yeah, I fuck with these guys. Like they never they never have an E three booth. They set up in a parking lot and just sit out there and like drink beers and fucking yell at people about their games. Which, <laughs> you know, I can get all the way behind. Right. That sounds that. like a a company I'd want to work for. Right. Yeah. Devolver, hit us up. You know, cheesy right. controller podcast. We're available. Dude, fuck uh, <laughs> um, but the next one that I'm going to talk about, just because I'm trying to get this shit out the way, uh, Stadia had their July Connect, which <laughs> even after the last Stadia Connect, because this isn't the first one we've gotten as part of this not E3 thing. Yeah. And it's just like, bro. Bro, I just instantly got tired. You said Stadia twice. I almost fucking snoozed right here. It was so boring. Yeah, like, that was the one that I paid the least attention to out of all of these. Like, the rest of these I had up on my monitor was sitting at my desk, like, actually looking at what was going on. The Stadia Connect I put on on the TV while I was folding laundry and left the room a few times, so... Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, even looking at the recap, it's not like I missed anything. Like, the only thing that looked cool out of this entire thing was uh, Super Bomberman R online. I was about to say the same fucking thing. I was like, this is the only time during this press that I was like, okay, and cool, it's, I'm definitely going to get that. It's Stadia only for, like, it's a timed exclusive. So it's so, coming to other shit. Right. So <laughs> it might not be possible, because that's one of the things when Stadia was ramping up, I was like, oh yeah, these server racks we're going to be playing these games on are more powerful than like my ps4 xbox switch and pc put together like this shit these pcs are baller so maybe it's just a matter of whatever they're doing on this game they can't handle on current gen and like next gen will get it maybe they just waived enough money at konami to hold it because that was the thing uh the bomberman r series mm-hmm. the way it got started was konami wanted a launch title for the switch so super bomberman r sold like a bunch of copies because it was one of the only like any launch game on the switch everything that was out on launch day sold ass loads like ridiculous numbers on some of these games and they're like how'd you do it they're like we were just on the switch day one so (laughs) it's really all you had to do yeah um I'm looking through. There was Serious uh, Sam, right? Yeah, I mean, did they even show Serious Sam at this? Because that's uh, not like one of the things I'm seeing. Yeah, they um, showed some. They showed Serious Sam and said it's going to be on Stadia. I was like, yeah, yeah, and the Hitman trilogy in January 2021. Like they couldn't have even put out Hitman one and two for the people who could care about that. Like, that's the issue I'm having with Stadia. So they announced their first ever Stadia-only game, like, today, or during this thing, and it was Outcasters, and just, like, looking at this in practice, like, is this is this your king? Is this your God of War? Is this your Last of Us Part Two? Is this your Breath of the Wild? It's their neck, bro. Nothing. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't even call this a knack. Like, people at least jokingly, like, care about... People have played knack. 
I don't think anybody's going to play this. <laughs> like, if I caught... I think I have Knack 1 because I got it for free. But, like, if I got Knack 2 for, like, five bucks, I'd buy Knack. I would not buy whatever this is. <laughs> no, this whole... Pre- I mean, it was only 18 minutes, right? Yeah, and I mean, they're doing these shorter things, but... And it just, to me, doesn't make sense. That Stadia needs to shut up, go away, get out of people's faces, and then come back actually good to even try and have a chance. But they, didn't even, they didn't even give a lady that was like, the person who was hosting this entire thing didn't seem that enthused. And no offense to her. It was just like, you didn't create the energy that needed to come with this for all the boring that was going to come along with what you're doing. Well, like, that's the thing. You can't get hype about Stadia at all because, like, the thing is, when they came out and were hype and that initial thing where it was unveiled and I was like, we have a fourth first party, you know? Like, I legitimately everything... And that just backfired. So, like, legit, pretty much 90% of what was in that press conference when Stadia came out was not in Stadia. Some of those things from that original press conference you still can't do with Stadia. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say about Stadia. They're just, I gave them a chance. Like, you know, cloud gaming's cool, but at the same time, Stadia should have been free. It should have been a, like a subscription service where you actually get like, you pay $5 a month and you just have access to everything Stadia has at any time on any device. That like would a, make sense. Like a yeah. Game Pass type X Cloud Yeah, like situation. a, I don't know, X Cloud <laughs> merged with Game Pass kind of deal. Like, I don't know yeah. who would One of think those to situations. do that. Right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No company could possibly think could pull to that off, combine man. cloud computing with your physical hardware to, like, you know, even make games run and look better. You know, like if I could have yourself a gaming Netflix, you know, right (laughs) with, you know, first party games day and date as part of the service. Like, it'd be crazy. (laughs) And I guess we could talk about this. Uh, I don't have a story up for it, but I mean, I've heard enough about it and I've listened to like at this point, probably three different podcasts where they've talked about it. But uh, Phil Spencer announced us talking about it. Yeah, this is us talking about the Xbox thing. Uh, Phil Spencer put out like a letter to the fans that, that was like, hey, we believe gaming should be for everybody. We don't believe like your game should be tied to like specific hardware. We, get, we want to give you the freedom to play your games where you want, how you want, stuff like that. And so they announced that Game Pass Ultimate coming this fall will include Project... Or I guess it'll just be called xCloud at that point. But uh, it will just include Xbox Cloud, which is you can play on an Android device. I Chris, since you're on Android, you could probably do this now uh, for free. They gave out a handful of Xbox games, but you can play. It's like remote playing an Xbox anywhere you are onto any device. And while Stadia, one thing I feel like Stadia should have had by now is like a Roku app or something where I could just, you know, pull up Destiny on a screen that doesn't have a console connected to it. 
Right. Like when even does, when is their YouTube um thing supposed to start? The did they you're talking about on? the Xbox thing, the twenty third? Yeah, so the twenty third is gonna be the big first party Xbox blowout and we might do another like news dump for that depending on what happens. Like the only things we know confirmed are for that are Hellblade and Halo Infinite. And I mean, outside of that, like it really depends because the last couple times that I've gone out of my way to watch these Xbox things, they have not been heat like that. So while while well, Halo can, Infinite, can Xbox win me back over? I I doubt it. If they saved everything, they just everything and just we saved it for one Xbox. video, then possibly. Well, no, none of that stuff that was in that uh, in that third party presentation should be like anywhere near what they're going to be doing on the twenty third. The twenty third is no. I'm just saying, like their first party exclusive, they saved everything they needed for that one presentation, and it's fire. Then okay, cool. Do you think they're going to drop price though? If they drop price, that might that might you know maybe. I don't know if they're going to drop price. The- if they drop price they just being competitive to PlayStation 5, then pause. I think well, you want to turn the volume down. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> the joys of working from No. Home. Um, but... Fucking, okay, I wasn't sure. My dog just barked at fucking Google. <laughs> oh, yeah. that The Alexa, because I had my doorbell tied to the Echo for a while. Yeah, my dog's... Flip anytime Alexa says anything. I'm good on that technology shit. You feel me? <laughs> but Meanwhile, I asked yeah. Siri to set alarms for me. <laughs> Siri has, since this watch, Siri is just like, bitch, do this. Bitch, do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Xbox stuff, I'm excited to see what... And Madrid, you were saying, did Xbox win you over? You don't need an Xbox. You're planning no. on getting a PC. All of yeah. this shit. Like, that's the, the thing about fuck? Game Pass. I'm about to Ultimate. get that xCloud Game Pass. <laughs> the fuck you mean? Honestly, you can get the xCloud Game Pass and then still play on your laptop and it won't have that much problem. Because it's not coming from your graphics card. Right? Well, so currently the way X, yeah, xCloud can run on phones. It's not running anything locally. But you have to stream the games in that scenario. Which... As have good seen, internet even with even with stadia like you know even with good internet you streaming games can be hit or miss right so but with the game pass there are a lot of games that are smaller in scope and like i feel like game pass was really valuable on my xbox for smaller titles like after party and Stuff mm-hmm. like that, where it was just like, I want to hop in, check this out, but I no, don't necessarily want to pay $15 for this. I'll pay $15 for this month of Game Pass Ultimate and get this and Halo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Halo can hit. I'm, I'll fuck with it. I, I, just need I really want to see some gameplay and maybe, maybe, maybe this Halo doesn't suck story-wise. I mean, Master Chief Collection is on PC now. I know. Halo Dude, 3 is on PC. I just really want this new Halo not to suck Oh, yeah, story-wise. they have expectations through the roof. This Halo is make or break for Halo. If okay. Halo Infinite comes out and is mid, like, 
Honestly, Halo might have to go away for a very long time. Do you think those died. are Lockhart? No, I feel like no. that feel we're like a they're, little. They're gonna hold that. Yeah, I feel like Lockhart is gonna be the. That's the thing. I feel like they can announce Series X pricing at this and the date because right. That's a... what I'm saying. Like it's time. Like go ahead, play those cards now. Like get that shit, get that ball rolling. Like I want PlayStation to come out and be like, all right, pre-orders are live. <laughs> this is the price. Well, so the crazy thing about I actually have a time frame of when I think these consoles are going to launch. Talk like to me. all Conspiracy so. Theories. A lot of these games that have been announced, a lot of these newer titles that are being announced, a lot of games that got delayed, a lot of games, a lot of stuff, like the Destiny expansion, a lot of stuff got moved to the week of November 10th through the 17th. Like, that week is looking like one of the most stacked weeks. I think that's, like, maybe Assassin's Creed, maybe, like, or, no, it might have been Watch Dogs, it's cyberpunk it's a lot of these games that are really hinging on the oh buy it here get a free next gen upgrade a lot of those games mysteriously ended up in this one week period of november 10th through the 17th okay wait so watch dogs legion is coming out around the same time as cyberpunk yeah i think so that's just gonna Uh, get pushed back i promise you that's just gonna get pushed back dog well watch dog Watch Dogs is October 29th, so that's at least two weeks ahead. You know, that uh, might not maybe? be enough time. Okay, yeah, ahead, maybe, maybe, just because it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I need, my, I need my dystopian future fix. But yeah, that week, uh, that's Valhalla. Um, oh no, I thought it was Far Cry, but it's not Far Cry. So it's Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, and Cyberpunk are definitely there, Far as like well as the, de- the new Destiny expansion. Yeah, Far Cry is February 2018, or 2021. Yeah. It's February 18th, and I just, you know, completely lost concept of time, brain dead shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess we're on, the, we're on the Ubisoft conference mm-hmm. now. I was like, uh, mentioned they, a lot of their games already. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they didn't really, sh- the crazy thing is, I thought we'd at least get one of these, like, handful of, like, missing Ubisoft games that we just, beyond I'm... Good and Evil 2, we're not, we haven't seen Skull and Bones, Gods and Monsters, they're, like, all these games that they've announced. Like, Gods and Monsters was a game where they basically ripped off Breath of the Wild, thought people would hate it because they ripped off Breath of the Wild and then people loved it because it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is like getting a new Breath of the Wild, but on every console. So, but that's a game. It leaked. So, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the a demo for it leaked on Stadia. What? So, people could just, people who had Stadia a few weeks ago could have just gone on and played a playable build of Gods and Monsters. And because it's Stadia and it's streamed, like, they were able to pull it and nobody has access to it anymore. It's not like, you know, the PT demo or, like, all these other things where it's, like, there are ways to get it. There's no way. Right. Like, you can watch footage of it. But, but we didn't even see that game. But at the end of the show, thing. they did say they're going to have another um, UV4. So, I yeah. feel like they just kind of pushed their things that were, like, 
most pressing, and then they're saving these like more one-offs or I like, hope so. sequels for like another showcase. I'm still looking for a different type. Hoping of for another Scott Pilgrim, not another Bro, one. Just yeah, just port it. Yeah, just port Scott Pilgrim. You could have done that during the pre-show and just been instead of that whatever car car racing thing they did for an hour and just been like. Scott Pilgrim on your PS4. Go get it now. I'm like, tight. Bye. Bet, bet. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'll just go through the game. They talked about Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, yeah. It's getting an update, which you, th- there are people out there that really like these Ghost Recon games. That's and different. like, and the last one, I want to say I was like, I looked at it. I'm like, Chris would love the shit out of this game, but he never gave it a try. The Ghost Recon games? I feel like you'd like them. But, yeah, you know, Tom Clancy games, there's just an oversaturation of them right now. So, I can also completely understand why you did not go anywhere near it. Um, No Splinter Cell, though. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. Madrid is just like salt in all your wounds. Like, (laughs) but uh, they talked about Watch Dogs legion again which it seems cool like before they didn't really sell the point of the oceans 11 type like you are running this crime syndicate and like you're working from the underground and Mm -hmm. all these npcs have reasons why you're not just going to want to get like one dude and have a hundred different versions of that one dude yeah so this is a game where you can play as any npc so, yeah, like that concept is definitely really dope and unique even. So I'm <laughs> interested in this game. Will I actually get it? I don't know. It'll probably be I, like a super sale thing, but Yeah, the and thing with This Watch is the Dogs, most interesting I, I interested I've been in Watch Dogs. I'll put it like that. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So yeah, with me, Watch Dogs has been hit or miss. Like I got the first Watch Dogs and it was not at all what I wanted. Yeah. My team's so going to be all black women. There's probably going to be two black women in the game. And so you're just going to have <laughs> that's, like that's 20 my of each. <laughs> like you got the one with the permed hair. You got the one with the they really tried to do natural hair here, but it just did not work. Those are, going, those are your two options. Hire black devs. <laughs> I you. The Beyond Good and Evil 2 hair tech was so impressive the way they did black hair and the Beyond Good and Evil 2 stuff that they've shown. You know, maybe Ubisoft will do it right. like, But yeah. at the same time, you never know. You They made the black assassin they had bald because I guess they didn't want to tackle male black hair because that's an even harder thing. Like, to tackle. I, I mean, I can't really speak. I thought when they showed Hyperscape, they actually had a diverse group of people that you can pick from in that game, and I thought they did pretty well with the people. Yeah, Hyper, Hyperscape in that game. was pretty good. Yeah, so that stuff like that is why I'll give Ubisoft like the opportunity. And, like, the fact that they legitimately have thousands of developers and teams around the world. And I guarantee there are 
up there with like just by the nature of how big they are and how spread out they are that they probably have a high concentration of like different a higher concentration of different ethnic groups than any other developer would have an opportunity to have right. you know where like if you have a thousand people yeah I mean, I've, they I've seen some I've seen some pics and it looked like a lot of white males, you know. Well, yeah, that it's a lot of French dudes, so there's also that. And then all those allegations that they've uh, been hit with recently. Yeah, so they got hit with a bunch In of situations, you know. Yeah, enabling a lot of their. And they hardly addressed it, but you know. Right. Yeah, they just kind of tweeted like, "Stuff is bad." We need to work on things. Now go buy our products. But here, check out our products. I mean, granted, a lot of people who are innocent worked really hard on this shit. Yeah, yeah. and that that is always the thing with a lot of these games. And the fact that now Ubisoft is in the position where all these people are leaving and are getting called out. And so Ubisoft is going through a transformation just like everything else. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're in a position where this shit can keep happening. Mm-hmm. And they get away with it, you know? Right. So, yeah. Uh, Brawlhalla Mobile? Yeah? No? Cool. I mean, it was fun when we played on PS4 the other day. I'm not going to get it on mobile. I don't think I really... But I don't play mobile games. So. I don't think I've ever played it on my Switch, so... There's that. Yeah, I, I've, I've never played it on my Switch. I've played it on PC and on PS4. And, I mean, even with just that, I'm like... I don't need another place to play Brawlhalla. Like, I get that the people who like Brawlhalla, like, it was great for me when Fortnite came to mobile. So, for the people that play Brawlhalla, the fact that Brawlhalla is coming to mobile, like, I'm sure that's a really big thing for those people. Just none of us are Brawlhalla dudes. Right. None of us. Okay, so, uh, they showed Might and Magic era, Heroes era of chaos. They showed Tom Clancy's Elite Squad again, which is the biggest slap in the face to anybody who wants a Splinter Cell game. Definitely not Splinter Cell. (laughs) Well, the thing is, both times they've shown this game now, they've shown Sam Fisher in the trailer. And everybody's like, does this mean we're getting it? And they're like, what? Why would you think that if we put our character in both the trailers for this upcoming mobile game that we're using to promote our other games, what would make you think... That putting this guy in this game isn't us trying to hype people up for a new game. You know? mm-hmm. But apparently there are Splinter Cell Easter eggs in like the Division and in the Ghost Recon games. So. Oh man, I sure do love playing Easter eggs. Right. It's the best when you see three green circles <laughs> in the corner of a room and you hope it means something. Um... <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege, uh, they showed a video that I thought was actually pretty cool of them celebrating five years since the launch of the game. Yeah, it looked like yeah. they got a whole team and a fan following and just um, good for them. Good well, for that game. Well, they seem like they were a ragtag group. And I'm like, yo, Rainbow Six Esports is one of the biggest esports in the fucking world. Y'all can't act like y'all are an <laughs> indie. Tom Clancy's one of the most valuable IP in the world. Ubisoft right. is one of the biggest AAA publishers. <laughs> you can't on. have all these things and be like, yeah, man, one weekend the servers went down and we didn't know what to do. Like, you can't <laughs> you can't 
hit both angles, you know? They really tried to play the under, or like they were the underdog I mean, when this game they were came out. To be fair, solo, at the beginning of that game, is. people hated it. People at the launch of Rainbow Six Siege, Rainbow Six Siege was a bad game, and they really did turn it around. Well, that's it's good. to the point that they rewrote the entire trophy list for the game. It was centered around like single player stuff, and nobody ever touched a single player. So they went in and oh shit, it has single player. (laughs) No, I'm so serious, dude. (laughs) Like no dead ass, no. I don't know. It was around something that people didn't do, so they went in and changed the triggers for all the trophies, so that people who actually played to get like current iteration of the game just one day logged in and popped like a shitload of trophies which i'm still hoping they do for fortnite as well because fortnite all the trophies are are for save the world mode and i don't want to play save the world mode at all i bought it to try and get these skins which i've never even gotten so and i think the reason is because i have to play x amount of save the world to earn them and i'm not going to do that (laughs) where's my Uh, platinum trophy apex you cowards where is that platinum trophy? Because I have like I'm missing like maybe two of those trophies. But you know, it ain't it, gonna they'd have to release Apex like single player stuff. They'd have to release like an Apex campaign, and then I guarantee it'll have like if they do another trophy list related to Wait, Apex, it'll have a platinum. You, why do you say that? Like Overwatch has a platinum. I just don't. So the thing I know about getting platinums on PS4 games is they will give you arbitrary restrictions on why your game can't have a platinum trophy. So, like, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes doesn't have a platinum trophy, even though, like, the trophy list... Like, a lot of games, you can 100% and just not get a platinum trophy. Because they just don't have a platinum trophy as part of their list. So, yeah. and. Xbox doesn't give you shit. They're just like, here's a check mark. <laughs> yeah, they do. They give you what is it? Gamer score? Yeah, but I mean, there's not a platinum gamer score. And gamer score can come from legitimately anything. Like I have thousands of points that I just was garbage Xbox Live games back in the day. So Well, okay, you got platinums from I am Mayo or whatever. My name is Mayo. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Yeah, but like it, I, they I would met, not play. My name is Mayo on Xbox because there's no platinum trophy equivalent. I can't speak to the. I literally don't play Xbox for any kind of achievement. Right. Yeah. I play. <laughs> I play Switch <laughs> and Xbox for the games. Right. Which is like the weird world that we live in in 2020. Fuck, we're getting close to an hour, and we still got at least one thing to talk about. They showed hyperspace. We talked about hyperspace before. It's coming to hyperscape. 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 I said it looks. Good. It looks good. To be fast, I honestly think it can can compete with the top three. Red Battle Royales. We'll I see. personally, it's hard. It's in post aesthetically Apex Legends world. Aesthetically, yes. Kind of. Some of the things they're doing in there, like where you get to vote on a power, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I've been in a lot of streams where that happens, and it's really still not that interesting. Really? I, I don't know. It. I Maybe I need to play the game. Like, I could open up Uplay and, like, load it up, but 
Yeah, for me, it's just in a post Apex Legends world. How the fuck are you gonna come out with a new battle royale and hope to do anything? Go ahead and drop that bitch on console. I don't even think that'll help it, bro. Like, cause you got Warzone, which I mean, like Blackout technically came out before Apex, so like they were already kind of in that space. You got Apex, you got Fortnite, and then you even still got PUBG. PUBG and doesn't count. If when you look at people play PUBG though. Like, that's the thing. People play the fuck out of PUBG. Yeah, you can't. It was trash. Oh, on PlayStation? No, PUBG was just ass when it first came out. It was broken as all hell. Yeah, and I mean, it's getting better. Yeah. It's to the point that it has crossplay between Stadia, PS4, and Xbox. That's. Yeah, that's the thing that. Uh, hyperspace. I mean, it's only on one platform, but hyperscape. God damn it! I'm gonna just. Hopefully, it comes to console soon. Whatever. Uh, Far Cry Six. We've really devolved into madness. I apologize to anybody who's listened this far. <laughs> we all had long days, and we're talking about Ubisoft. Uh, Far Cry Six. They announced. <laughs> Even though it got leaked right beforehand, like the main antagonist, like all of that, all the important elements about this game got leaked beforehand. Yeah. And I woke up one morning to a really weird tweet from Far Cry saying Anton wouldn't be pleased. <laughs> so the main antagonist's first name is Anton. So I may this may be the first Far Cry that I really get into. Like I've played Blood Dragon and Four. And Blood Dragon was a lot more my pace than Far Cry 4 was. But, you know, I'll play Far Cry 6, especially PS5. Like, when I bought my PS4, I bought, like, a bunch of shit I wouldn't normally buy. Like, Watch Dogs and that year's Assassin's Creed and all that kind of shit. So, Far Cry is an established series. People, There are people out there that like Far Cry. It's a first-person open-world checkbox game, and you know, I don't mind my open-world checkbox games. Uh, all right, so d- on to the last thing that I feel like this is the shortest thing and one of the coolest things that we've gotten out of Summer Game Fest. Uh, the PlayStation Five hands-on with the Dual Sense. Okay, Jeff did we get it? And was it hands-on? If we couldn't touch it, I mean, with COVID, like. I know. Thinking about the PS4 and this time, and even the PSVR, before the PSVR came out, I was able to go to a Best Buy and put a PSVR on my face and play games. And while I was the first person in line, I would not want to do that again. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Well, I got two at my house, so if I really need to put a PSVR on on my face, I can. You got to put one on the front side and then the other one facing backwards. Like the double cap Sherlock Holmes thing? I gotta just do like the right eye from one on, or the left eye from one on my right eye and the right eye from the other one on my left eye. And so like I'm just hooked up to two different PS4s. You just gotta fuse the bitches together, right? And have the full-blown like Star Trek thing where you can just do a 360 there you and just go. see all game. Or... The other thing I could do, I could try and just cut the cable off my PSVR and see if it'll work wirelessly. Hope and pray. Now we're really off the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, the PS5, yeah, the Dual Sense, uh, Jeff Keighley got to hold it. They sent it to him at his house, and he played a little bit of the Astro's Playroom demo. Yeah. Um, he says it's more of like a full-length game thing this time around. So, I mean, we'll see. It's free, pre-installed on every PS5. Right. This is gotta... the here. Check out what this controller can do. Yeah, that's a, I feel like that's all it is. And I mean, uh, just seeing it in this video gave me somewhat of the sense, more so of like how it's going to feel. I think it's going to have a weird feel at first, just because of how some of the lines, like the lines on the side of the touchpad are indented. And it kind of, I just see a lot of... It's got a little more heft to it, you know? Yeah, it definitely has a like heft to it. Like the sides are wider. The, it. Love looks it. like the handles come down a bit longer. Yeah, I, I have no issue at all with this controller. I can't wait to see in a, I, a couple years in like special edition controllers. Cause, I you know. personally didn't mind the look of the controller in like someone else holding the controller and seeing it in real, real life instead of CGI. I, I thought it looked better than the CGI the white didn't bother me as much seeing it in someone else's hand yeah and I, you you're not playing games if you're looking at the controller right. <laughs> i'll say it like that yeah. so i mean the ergonomics look good on it it looks like it's more suitable the hand for bigger feel hands. looks yeah thank you playstation finally it only took five of these but the ps4 controller like do you have any problems with the ps4 controller being too small i do fat finger it sometimes I got big ass hands, dude. Like, we have a whole episode dedicated towards this, right? Yeah, we. Did, I said we did. I personally <laughs> said I like the Duke because the Duke, the Duke. I'm the only one who can actually use the Duke in its full power. The Duke makes me nostalgic, so I'd. <laughs> you it's can like buy one a, for your. It's like PC. holding a fucking steering wheel in your hand. <laughs> uh, but no, this control. Just everything they were actually saying about this controller and just like. The tension on the trigger and the yeah, but none of that's really new. We've known all of that even well, before yeah, the PS5 but like... reveal. Like that's a, this is more of like a okay. So all you nerds who like read the Wired articles and did that stuff before now, you guys know this. But this is more explaining it to somebody who, when you tell me haptic adaptive triggers. That means something to me. If I tell like right. some random person that, they won't get it. So this was a good. This is the next best thing we could have gotten versus just walking into like a Target and touching a display. Yeah, I did like that's... seeing someone using the controller, telling me like, "Oh, this is what this part does during the game." Like this game is telling you why your controller and what it does, and I just liked. Seeing what the game was doing and as what he was doing with the controller and what the controller was doing as he was playing, I just yeah. I just like that visual and that like kind of like better understanding. Well, yeah. The other cool thing about this is this is the first time like all this stuff with the PS Five. Like I talked about even during the reveal event that there's no way that was the actual PS Five that they were do- using for product shots. Like mm-hmm. those had to be like CAD designs that they appled up and did you know 
like made them look as good as humanly possible like shadows that weren't that aren't possible outside of like a light stage like this is the first time we're seeing a real person use real ps5 hardware right in hand so like that's all shit like that is just always interesting to me mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's definitely it was tough. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready i'm ready to i'm ready to get my hands on it honestly um I do want to know what they're going to do going forward. Like, that's all I was hoping Xbox drops a price so PlayStation can drop a price. Just so I can know, so I can realistically start planning for these things. It's like, do I want to wait and try and get it this year? Or do I want to, well, do I want to actually wait and go for it next year at the beginning? Like, yeah. I feel like. Get it, get it together. Day one, minute Microsoft, one, let like, me know. They, I, that's another. Honestly, it's going to come down to that price. Like, if I can't yeah. afford it because of COVID, then I can't afford your system. Dude, like, if I can't afford it because of COVID, I will find a way to afford it. And also, like, even beyond that, like, will they have enough units? Because if everybody fucking wants these things, like, right. pretty much. Well, they upped like, the we're manufacturing. In that meta. So there was going to be a shortage regardless at launch. And they're probably, they're still probably going to sell out everywhere. But they did announce that they're going to be able to produce more than they thought they were going to be able to. So on the price, do you think they did all this more? shit to build up hype for it? It was like, oh yeah, we was bullshitting. We already <laughs> had these bitches made, ready to pump out. We well, got M's. Actually, that would make sense. Did you guys see the picture of the Japanese dude holding the PS5? Mm-hmm. Like these one. things have come off the production line. Just look up uh, PS5 production or not production. I don't know manufacturing you'll probably be able to find it but yeah uh so people have outside of that picture that was just really odd it was cool seeing jeff Keeley in her like because they were holding the ps5 but it wasn't like plugged in or anything like this controller is lit up making sound uh using the microphone like we actually got to see some next gen tech in action is this dead ass? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's big as fuck. Chat and I'll confirm or deny if what you're looking at is dead ass. Yeah, that's dead, dead, dead ass. That bitch is big as hell. Yeah, no, that is the size a of dude's unit. torso. <laughs> so the thing about that is these guys, just judging by some of the stuff around them. They're not that tall. Yeah. So but still, that's still awesome. the size of a human torso. It doesn't matter. A, a human adult male torso. So, damn, you can't just slide that in your book bag and pull up to your girl's house. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta rework your whole schedule around the weight of your PlayStation. Like, man, can't even do it. <laughs> you can come here. <laughs> that's a messenger bag one, if I've ever seen it. Like. <laughs> you gotta there put that the... in the trunk of your car and like tow it. I... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get a trailer from U-Haul and like get it popping. All right. Well, unless y'all got a one more thing, I was planning on this being like a thirty-minute thing, but uh, life. <laughs> five things happened. You're welcome. Five, bro, back when me and Madrid were doing the exercises by ourselves, it would have been like 
20 new stories. All right, we had to 13 cover. minutes. We're done. Right, 15 minutes. Like, oh, I, I read the headlines. We kind of gave a little context, you know. You're welcome. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah. One more thing? Yeah, no? I actually don't have one. I do All have right. one, but it would be too long. Okay. Uh, well, remember you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. Don't forget to check out our Patreon and our merch store and use some of our discount code that we got going on because, you know, save a little bit of money, support the cheesy boys in this trying time. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Twitch at Anton6, 3X, Chris. Chef and Chris. Madrid. Speedwagon X. All right, until next time, this has been an Akuma Santi production. Keep it cheesy.